0: Oh, and welcome, fellow lighting nerds and friends, to another episode of The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast, powered by the Lighting Showroom Association and hosted by me, Lisa Bartlett, who forgot the order I was supposed to say that in just now, but we're rolling with it because if you're listening to this podcast the day that it dropped, it is the week after Thanksgiving, and um, we're all allowed to still be in a food coma even, you know, like five days after Thanksgiving. I think it's totally allowed because, well, Thanksgiving. <laughs> and um, it's honestly my favorite holiday, mostly because I like to eat more than is normal, but that's okay. So welcome Glad you're here yet again. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please do subscribe. Uh, please uh, review if you feel so inclined to give me a nice little review on the podcast apps. That's certainly helps. Um, or really what helps the most is just tell a friend that you listen to this podcast called the light files, which is running up to a hundred episodes in that is one episode a week for almost a hundred weeks. And, um, I love y'all to bits or I wouldn't do it, (laughs) Uh, but I do love y'all to bits and I'm so happy to be here and to talk with you yet again this week. So I've talked on the podcast before, um, about, branching out as a lighting showroom into other categories of, um, merchandise. Um, You know, the obvious one that I think a lot of showrooms, not that I think, that I know a lot of showrooms um, have done for many, many, many years outside of lighting fans and um, like electrical devices, wiring devices, um, is mirrors. Um, Somehow that falls in nicely with what we do in lighting showrooms. Um, And I guess that makes a bunch of sense, actually, when you think about it. But a lot of showrooms have done mirrors. And then, um, from there, you can expand into artwork, accent furniture, you know, gift items, just all sorts of little things that you can do to expand your product offering. And I've said before why I think this is so important, but let me repeat. I think this is so important that lighting showrooms expand their product offering because if we sit around and wait for every customer to want to replace their dining room chandelier or their bathroom vanities, we're potentially going to be waiting a very long time. And as things are kind of expected to slow down in the housing market, but, you know, sidebar, um, housing is still going very, very strong here in my corner of the world. I understand it's very similar to that in most parts of the southeastern United States. Um, So we'll keep riding that as long as it lasts. (laughs) But um, I know in other parts of the the country and North America, perhaps things have changed a bit. But I don't expect, and, you know, let's all knock on wood here, I don't expect we're going to have a 2008 or a 2000 all over again. I do think what potentially will happen is people, um, if they still have some disposable income, which, you know, potentially they do because of interest on savings accounts (laughs) skyrocketing. that maybe those funds might be diverted into um, renovations of their existing home because it didn't make sense, doesn't make sense necessarily, to go out and get a new mortgage uh, at the interest rates being what they are today. Um, Even one of my local um, contractors who was always new build custom homes has recently launched a remodeling division of their contracting shop And I think that makes a lot of sense. It's just paying attention to what's going on in the world and reacting accordingly. So I do expect we will continue to see, um, if not a ton of new home sales and constructions, um, uh, renovation and a strong remodel market. So that's good for all of us. And, um, you know, so far so good. We'll keep going with that. But point being that if you wait for a homeowner, to remodel or buy a new home to replace their dining room chandelier, you're probably going to be waiting a very long time from when you saw them once to when you see them next. Um, Unless you're um, thoughtfully targeting people that have bought um, production builder homes, which is something (laughs) you can do. So production builder homes with their packages, you know, they are what they are. People don't get a lot of choice. You just take what you get Um, If you can retarget to those customers, hopefully they bought their production package through you and you can retarget to them to maybe upgrade a few key pieces in their home if they aren't quite satisfied with the flush mount and the foyer or the, you know, three light chandelier in the dining, you know, in the breakfast nook and five light in the dining room. If they want to um, upgrade those fixtures, that's a great thing. Um, We love reaching out to those people. But then once they've upgraded and they're settled into their homes, they're typically not coming back frequently unless they're doing a whole scale renovation of their space and hiring a designer or whatever else. Um, Or, you know, they're just somebody that likes to keep up the times a bit more and replace maybe every 10 years as opposed to 20 but it just is not a frequent turnover kind of thing. This isn't clothing where people are constantly going out um, and buying new apparel. It just doesn't work like that. You get it. This kind of lighting can sometimes be frustratingly a little set it and forget it. And so in a lighting showroom, it's really important to have branched out, in my opinion, into other Uh, categories to sell to, to bring people in more often. Because look, the lighting and fans still might be your bread and butter and what you make the most on and your biggest ticket sale items, but a great way to get your people, get customers into the store outside of those times of when they're looking for a chandelier or bathroom vanity or ceiling fan is to sell a broader range of goods that is more interesting for them to just pop by maybe once a year, maybe they got an email and they just want to check things out in your showroom because they haven't been in a while. And having other categories of products that they can purchase is really helpful. It keeps your sales trucking along and adding on, even if there's smaller ticket items, you know, like even if the the total ticket is maybe less than it would be for a lighting sale. It still can be really good and it could be also at good margin too, um, which is something to think about. Um, I know some showrooms have done really well with things like pillows <laughs> and it seems like, gosh, who knew, but it's just a great item that potentially has good margin and um, shipping isn't too terrible if you're going to ship them. And also it's a great impulse purchase. You know, I, the same showroom that sells pillows. I impulse bought one from them and I love it. (laughs) So there's so much you can do with something like that. So I wanted to share with you all. I, since I've mentioned this before, I wanted to talk about just two categories that I've branched into and tell you a little bit more about them. I'm going to start with the one that has been more successful by the numbers. Um, and I think more showrooms have done the same path. So I'm just kind of curious, um, to hear your feedback. Now I will say my showroom is having in 2022, it's all time best year. And the numbers that I'm about to read out to you don't sound exciting. (laughs) They don't sound compelling, uh, in terms of, wow, you're making so much money on that. And I get it. A little bit, I think we could be doing a better job in my store encouraging these kinds of purchases. So that's something we're going to focus on for 2023. I could do a better job of marketing out to customers that we are more than just lighting and fans. So that's also something we're going to focus on in 2023. But it does remain that we have this category of products that really is... um It's smaller in terms of like volume and, you know, sales. I don't know what um, total ticket for your sale, but um, it's still worthwhile and good to draw people in with these product categories. So the first one I want to talk about is cabinet hardware. You know, if you want to replace all your door pulls in your kitchen or your laundry room or your bathrooms. So I have actually found this to be, Pretty successful for us. The margins are decent and my all time history of selling this product category, which has been probably about three years now. um, My total gross margin is 39.5%, which isn't terrible considering that in plenty of these cases, uh, we're selling to builders and designers at their discount. So the margins are really great. Our total, our average ticket Price ticket value for a sale of um, cabinet hardware is around one hundred and seventy five dollars. Um, in twenty twenty one, we did much better uh, than this year. In twenty twenty one, we bumped on seven grand in sales of just cabinet hardware, and twenty twenty two we're more around five grand here at the very end of the year. But in twenty twenty two, our margins have been better. We've been up over forty percent margins in this category. So. Great. Really. Um I know like again those numbers aren't enough that you're all going to want to race out and sell cabinet hardware maybe. Uh, but I should also tell you that my investment in the cabinet hardware and the display that we have um with the company that I use I did not have to bring in inventory if I didn't want to and the display I have cost about $500. So that was my out of pocket cost. And um, last year we did upgrade a few of the panels on the display. I think that cost me about another $100, Uh, but that's it. For that investment, I've had that return and another reason for customers to come shop with us. Now, again, is it hard to balance all of these marketing messages? It sure is. And this is why I've talked about before planning out your social media marketing, planning out your how you're going to convey your products and what you have to your customers. I have been notoriously bad about planning out my social media. It is sometimes an afterthought, which isn't how to actually use it as an ef- effective tool. We just sometimes get caught up in getting a post out, and making sure we're trying to engage, and we stop thinking about what do we really need to be focusing on? So we are seriously spending some time considering that and trying to plan out a year in advance for 2023. What we're going to focus on, we really want to highlight, you already know us as your source for lighting and fans in this metro area. Do you also know that we're a great resource for all these other little odds and ends and projects you might want to do around your home? And of course, the big idea there is that they'll come in, they'll want to look at your cabinet hardware display and then end up finding a new light fixture or fan that they just can't live without. And we are able to add on to the price of the sale from there. Or maybe they just see also the great gift and decor items that we have and we just become a regular stop for them. Maybe every three months, every six months, they just want to stop back in. And see the new product and uh, displays that we have um, because that is engaging and interesting to them as well. So the other product category I wanted to talk about, and this one I'm a little nervous about. So (laughs) I think I mentioned on the podcast earlier that this year in 2022, for the first time... We decided to invest a bit more in holiday decor and gift items. So for me, I boiled that down to a selection of ornaments, of some pillows, um, not too many, but a few pillows, um, some embroidered like kitchen towels with a holiday theme, um, and some embroidered uh, like runners, table runners that also had like a holiday theme. Because of where we are in the world, we did try to stick with things that were like um, coastal Christmas, coastal holiday. And then we also did cocktails (laughs) because why not? So that was kind of, we kind of stuck to that theme in our buying of coastal cocktails holiday. Um, And it hasn't been a disaster. Oh, let me add back in there that we also do candles and we have been selling holiday candles for probably five or six years now. And we do have some customers that come in for a specific scent that we carry. Um, it's the balsam and fur scent by, um, Illum. Uh, we do have some customers that come in specifically to get that candle every year. So, um, we have been doing the holiday candles for a while. And it's just a good little, like, impulse buy while somebody's, you know, purchasing light fixtures or fans. Um, It's right there. We set it up at the cash wrap, and it's been good. Um, but we decided this year that we would go ahead and take the plunge and invest in a broader selection of uh, home decor. All right, my numbers, y'all here we are. So I, I pulled the numbers for the whole year of 2022, but you know, this really is just about the past month in effect. Oh my God, I'm embarrassed. Okay. Here it is. Holiday decor in the past about month, we've done just about $800 in sales. Average ticket price around $28 a sale. Fine. Average margin, 29%. (sighs) Oh, Why is our margin so low? So I started pulling back the order history. Well, it turns out the biggest customer of our holiday decor and gift items are my own employees, (laughs) which is wonderful. (laughs) I love that we have this and they're all enjoying it so much, Um, but they're the ones buying it the most at their employee discount. Hence the margins being so low. Um, in la- last year in 2021, uh, remember we were just carrying holiday scented candles in 2021. We did about $600 in sales in holiday specific items that year, um, but at a 36% margin, uh, average ticket price about 20, uh, $27 a sale. Lifetime, I did just run the whole lifetime number on things in the holiday decor category, and we're just over five grand, $5,000, and a 24% margin. So, not really anything to write home about, but I will say. It has generated a lot of interest, customers talking, and the things that have done the best for us so far haven't necessarily been the ornaments, but the other decor items, um, the pillows have done okay, and um, the embroidered towels and um, uh, table runners that I got that were in the coastal theme, coastal and holiday all at the same time. Like one was a bunch of crabs stacked up like a Christmas tree and it said Merry Christmas and bought at the bottom. It was all embroidered very neatly. We've already sold out of those. A couple of the table runners I got have already sold out. Um, So that actually seemed to be what people were resonating with. And as I was thinking about it, I thought, well, have I ever seen anything like that anywhere? And no, not really. And a lot of plays have ornaments and things like that. So I'm thinking as we head down this path, maybe in 2023, that we focus even more on those, um, like kitchen items, bathroom, guest bathroom items, um, that are nice, great quality, and you just don't see everywhere. And definitely that cater to the whole vibe of our marketplace. And I would definitely always recommend that while I'm recommending things categories in your product inventory database. Can't recommend those enough. So, I uh made sure earlier this week that I had everything in our holiday decor gift candle uh world. I made sure I had those all recategorized into their own subcategory in my database because I wanted to be able to pull numbers quickly and see if this is something we want to keep investing in or not and I was able to really easily do that because I had everything neatly categorized in my database. I have said um, before, but I am absolutely a database junkie. You can get so much great information out of your own database, out of your own sales numbers, tracking your own history. You can also learn things that might be a smidge disappointing, like that you wanted your uh, holiday sales to be more like... 2 grand or 2500 based on the investment you put in but right now they're sitting at 800 there is uh just over a month in the year so we'll see what we can pull out of our hats for the the remainder of the year and maybe get that number up but the reason I was able so quickly identify our patterns and what was working for us and not is because I had our database nicely categorized with the correct product in there and able to then run reporting based on those product categories. I cannot recommend it enough. I understand doing things like categorizing product in a database is time consuming. Not everyone has the mental, um, Mm, capacity to sit there and stare at the computer screen and do these little finite detail adjustments to their database. I happen to be a person that loves to do it, Not everyone is that person, but maybe somebody on your staff will be into it because I'm telling you the payoff when it's all done is huge and you will appreciate the value so much of knowing what's selling and what isn't selling. With light fixtures and fans, I find it's actually a little bit easier to kind of have a good rule of thumb, like a good handle on what's selling for you. But as you start to invest in other product categories, pillows, cabinet hardware, occasional furniture, whatever it is, holiday decor, um, it can be a bit harder to keep a real grasp on what's actually turning for you, what's actually boosting your bottom line, and what actually is just an expense that you maybe need not take on ever again. And being able to run those reports by product category or by product type, I find to be super helpful. So I absolutely recommend that y'all do that if you're not already. So I will report back on this in a future episode and let you know how things turned out. I'm also going to dive into numbers in a future episode of how we've been doing with our artwork and furniture, both of which I've invested more in in 2022 and closer to the end of the year. I'll give you some stats on that and I'll let you know how those investments are working out for us. In the meantime, I can't wait to hear from you if you've tried a new product category in your lighting showroom that is just knocking the socks off better than, you know, $800 um, let me know. And even if your total ticket sales aren't that high, but your margins are great, that can still be a great add-on thing that many lighting showrooms should consider bringing into their business. And I'd love to hear about that too. You can find me email on the social media, wherever <laughs> I'm around. Thank y'all so much for listening. Everyone take care and I hope you had a wonderful holiday.